it under 100. Folks, welcome back to the Keep It Under 100 podcast. Both of your co-hosts are here in a irritated state, but we're both here. AJ, how are you? At least it's Friday. It's Friday. We were planning to record anyway. The show was probably very different, like 18 hours ago than it's going to be now. It's going to be a little bit longer than we thought it was going to be. Probably. And a little probably more anger behind it. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's... It'll be a quick one. Good listen. Before we get into... Kick your weekend off. ...all the nonsense that was yesterday, we'll start with uh, State of the Game. We hit a little X-Golf on uh, Friday? Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Saturday, did a little two-man scramble, two-on-two, me and you versus Ryan and uh, our buddy Rahman. Yeah. Threw a little stinger test in there. If you stinger saw, test was good. If you saw that on Instagram, at 100 underscore, keep it under. We uh, You didn't get my best stinger swing, though. Mine was the approach. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was with a wood. Yeah. Yeah. Driver stinger, not really there. We did it for the entire hole, by the way. So yeah. you, had, you, you couldn't hit it higher than 10 degrees of launch. Unless you're in the bunker. Unless you're in a bunker. So that led to us. I had the best drive. You had the best approach. Yeah. I think Tim, my, Tim and Ryan's approach was not good. Well, Tim tried to tee the ball up like even higher than he normally would on a driver. Only knows what wood, is, and he tried to like pick it clean, and he just hit like a normal good drive. Yeah, it went in the water though. Mine launched at like four degrees of launch. Uh, should we should we talk about the hero first? I think so. We'll, we'll do a quick recap of the hero. I mean, it's, it's only twenty players in it. There's not a ton to go off of. Not an overly. Serious event, but it was, uh, I, I kind of like watching it because it's kind of the first time it, we kind of get what basically a almost a two month break of seeing a bunch of good players in the same spot. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of kind of reignites the it gets all the who's who's out there for the most part, yeah. And kind of like we talked about last week, how I mentioned like just watching Tiger play is enough to, to get all get your, of your dick moving, right. Uh, but before we get to Tiger, so Scotty wins, kind of coasts actually the last two days, kind of took the lead on uh, Friday just held and it, then man. didn't really look back. I mean, at one point, I think he had a five or six shot lead on Saturday, ended up winning by, I think, three. But it kind of completes just an amazing tee to green season for Scotty. His 2023 tee to green numbers, this is from Data Golf, he was plus 2.98 strokes per round which is the second best in the strokes gained era, only behind Tiger in 2006. If he just figures out we his like weird putting t- yips or whatever said it he has. a hundred times. If he can just putt average. It's, I mean, it seems like that's the biggest issue with a lot of the younger, of the today, newer players. A lot of the today generation Morikawa, players. Morikawa, Willie. Um, Willie Z, who's all over the place. Yeah, they're just... They work on their swing so much, maybe just not quite as much with the putter. I mean, they probably they might they might I mean they probably spent a lot of time putting, but maybe they didn't have to putt all that much when they were little because they were just hitting it so close. Uh, they just had gimmies the entire time. Yeah, they're just hitting it too good. I don't think that's the case. I think this ties in with one of the topics we were just going to lightly touch on today about the golf ball rollback. It's like bring bring a little more skill back into the game. Not to say that these guys aren't skilled. But hit a few more shots. A little like, more finesse. If you drive it great and you can wedge it great, like let's make sure the whole bag is good for you to be dominant and winning on the tour. But anyway, 
should we talk about Willie before we get into Tiger? Uh, he is back. He is back. <laughs> it was his first tournament in seven months. But he uh, he went to the Lucas Glover broomstick putter. And the results, like we talked about last week, were varied <laughs> at best. The thing is, like, his putting wasn't as bad as we always said it was. It's just an ugly stroke. It's an ugly stroke. And I didn't all, think he had the, to completely retool everything. He missed one every now and then, but for the most part, he was actually pretty good, especially on the longer putts. It was just those yippy, like, three-footers that he would yeah. miss at, at once a tournament. The I mean, sweeper, he wasn't, he the sweeper wasn't part good. looks awful. I hate that look. I I feel like the longer strokes, It's I feel like it's the same thing as his, his short stroke. I feel like the long strokes were fine, but he had an... Ex- it was basically the exact same yippy short stroke that he had with the short putter. So if it doesn't fix that, what what do what are you doing? Unsure. He I, has like, and I feel like when he left, like when he when he won that tournament in Memphis, like he was actually putting good. Yeah. So I don't know. You got to give it a couple months if you're going to try it. You got to commit to it and give it a couple. Now's months. Now's a good but, time as ever to try something new because he's kind of gearing back up, anyways. Yeah. And and working on things and figuring things out at the back. So. Yeah, he did not. I mean, he finished dead last by nine strokes, but he had, I think, round two he played very well. It was round one and three were kind of his downfall. Well, I think he shot like 81, 79, like 69, 72 or something like that. He was all over the place. Uh, Similar comeback, uh, Tiger is back. Yeah. So looked a lot better walking the, the first couple looked of days. Looked much better walking. It didn't look like by the 18th hole he was in absolute agony. Yeah, like he he definitely looked a little more labored on Saturday and Sunday. But he like, even admitted like it was a thousand times better than how he looked previous. So from one of the interviews, this was from uh, TW Legion on Twitter. But I'm very excited at how I felt physically knocking off some rust. I mean, we can always knock off rust at home, but it's different come game time. As I said to you guys earlier in the week, game time speed is different than home speed. To be able to knock off some of that rust as I have this week and show myself that I can recover each and every day, that was kind of the unknown as far as I've walked this far. I've done all my training, but adding in playing and concentrating and adrenaline and all those factors, that speeds everything up. I'm very excited about how this week turned out. Yeah, so we might we might get... Once a month, Tiger now. Like him, just like most people, it's like if he finished the 72 holes and wasn't like crawling off the course, like that was going to be a positive. Um, Swing wise, these were his strokes gained stats out of 20 people. Off the tee, he was third. He was moving it. He was hitting it pretty well off the tee. And I mean, that course course has really wide fairways, but his distance was really good and he hit a ton of fairways. His approach, he was 13th out of 20. He was minus 0.7 shots. His uh, around the green, which that and putting, I would guess, would be the hardest to knock off rust. And especially on, I saw a stat that like these are like the third hardest greens to chip around because of the grass and the graininess. But he was 20th in around the greens, strokes gained. Okay, He was so. ninth in putting, 18th in total. So, I mean, not great, but like we said, it's not about playing at this point. It's about... I mean, for this this tournament, like, it's it's good. Scheffler won. He's looked really great. He's continued his hot streak. This is more of, like, a, a retooling event, I feel like, for everyone. Hit and giggle, if you will. Yeah, a little hit and giggle. You know, maybe throw a few back post-round and, yeah. you know, maybe come in slightly hungover or buzzed like JT's uh, caddy on day two. 
Jordan's or Jordan's caddy on day two. Um, what should have been thirteen beers. Yeah, on twelve, the day. thirteen beers. So, yeah, it was good to see everyone. Like, good to see all the stars there, especially given the rumors yeah. and stuff that were circulating with some other stars. So, like, speaking of rumors, I read a couple things. So, there was a rumor that the PNC is essentially the last tournament of Tiger's ten-year deal with Nike Golf. Yeah, that he's leaving Nike. We don't know that for sure, but that's the rumor. The rumor is that they've been ongoing for some time, including with the shoe situation. Um, he's no longer wearing Nike sunglasses. Um, Maybe he's got prescriptions. And apparently, as of now, there's no Tiger Woods apparel in the preliminary Nike Twenty Four catalog. Well, Nike, if I mean, this would be Nike's complete exit from golf if they don't renew Tiger. Well, that's what I read is that they're trying to back away from the golf landscape altogether and i've read i don't know 10 different rumors about this but like someone said like the easy answer is foot joy the more complicated answer is he takes his tw logo and brand and creates his own brand yeah um i've also been reading that taylor made wants to make a shoe they want to make a shoe and get into the clothing options i've also read that there's kind of a reorganization with TaylorMade and Shrixon. Sorry, not TaylorMade and Shrixon. Nike and Shrixon to where like the distribution is going to go through Shrixon and not through Nike anymore or something like that. So I can't can you, we'll talk about it a little bit later. It's one of the topics I threw on there for today, but Dude, I think you'd go with a Sunday red and then the Under Armour X. No, you can't go Under Armour. Is there a more iconic besides maybe the Jumpman? Is there a more iconic logo slash company that go together than tiger and nike no i mean stop Mar- uh, marberry and strawberries maybe yeah but <laughs> the oh, that's on the same level tracy mcgrady and atr no alan iverson and reebok no those iversons were sweet though back in the day yeah they were but again it's like chris weber and the, the time and you the don't you almost associate Tiger like as Nike. I mean, if you picture, so like in your head, if you say Tiger Woods Nike, you're going to picture black pants, red shirt, but think black about it, Nike hat. Think about it the other way. If you just picture the Nike swoosh, can you, what percentage of people do you think would name Tiger Woods as the first thing they think of? 90%? Is that too high? That's probably way too high. I don't know, man. You have to understand, like, golf is still, like, the seventh most popular watch sport. It is, but Tiger Woods himself is still one of the most recognizable names and figures in the world. Yeah. Like, beyond golf. I don't know. I hope he doesn't. I hope he just creates his own brand. That'd be sweet. Yeah. How could you, like, he could sell whatever he wanted. People would buy it. And people are going to buy it, but, like, I feel like we've we've said multiple times that, like, Under Armour's got the best golf apparel right now. That's just fit for us, though. Like, Yeah, but I mean, I, I think most people would say he's that. He's I mean, not going to another company. He's either starting a new company or... I, I don't want him to go to Foot Joy. That would just signal, like... Foot Joy shirts old. are so weird. They're so baggy. That would yeah, just, they're, they're very... That actually, just, I kind of like because they're longer than most, but they do fit, like you said, baggy. I would almost signal that as, like, fuck, Tiger's old now. He's going to wear Foot Joy. It's like an old man brand, besides the shoes. Great shoes. Great shoes. Uh... Anyway, uh, Morikawa and Fitzy had a little little dust-up, if you will. Not a dust-up, but... 
mean, Fitzy reported Morikawa for reading something in his yardage book on Saturday, and Morikawa got a two-stroke penalty. It was something about a reading that they took on the practice screen, and he took like formal notes of it in his yardage book, which is as of the new rules, like you can't do that anymore. The funniest part to me though was that Morikawa talked about how pissed off he was that the ju- the official that was going to tell him about it, they set a meeting for something in the morning in the locker room, Yeah, and the judge was five minutes late, and Morikawa was pissed. Hey, be prompt in the time. He's like, it affected my warm-up. It's like, could you, so, could you summarize the state of golf and how entitled these players are more than that right there, that situation? I mean, I think you can summarize it in the topic we're going to get to later more than that, but... But that's um, like a... The, like just so does that perfect... mean like Fitzpatrick is like cheating? He's cheating off other people's notes. He's trying to read and see what they got going on in there. Maybe, I don't know. You know, is, is he in, is he that kid like in class and he's just kind of like peeking over at the other person's test and you know trying to copy some answers, but also if he sees something nefarious and wrong, he's raising that hand and telling on him. You know how he, you know how he could have picked up on it. Maybe Fitzpatrick is on Magic Mind. And he's just operating at a higher level than that, everybody else. That really, and he saw he saw that little bottle tossed to the side after teeing off on hole three. He might have. So this, this episode is brought to you by Magic Mind. We uh, we've been on it for a couple of weeks now. It's uh, you say it like it's a drug. I mean, it's not a drug, but it's it's how I, I mean. Would, no, it has, how it I has would, very positive effects, though. So it might as well be a drug. It's how I would one. talk about like. You know, an energy drink or anything, really. It's like, but like this week is a perfect example. Like, I traveled all week, working long hours, got home. You're trying to get ahead at work for your trip to Chicago this weekend. Like, we get to these times, and like, with how mentally exhausting some of the news in the golf world has been, you, you need to have that like pick me up, that focus, that productivity, that little jolt of energy. And there's nothing better. Than Magic Mind, no. as, as we have, as we have found out recently, it's it, got it some... allowed me to get right for that sim round on on Saturday. I was a little foggy from my Friday night. Woke up, had my usual, you know, big glass of water, little Magic Mind, and we won that uh, two man scramble. You'd love to see it. They uh, they got great all natural ingredients: uh, ashwagandha, matcha, and uh, lion's mane mushroom, which you love now. I do love it. I might just get some lion's mane mushrooms myself on, on their the own. side. Yeah, a little side mushroom. But uh, you don't get the, the jitteriness that you get from energy drinks every now and then, and it, it really extends throughout the day. I'm, I'm trying to get my people at work on it because there's a guy on my team that has three monsters a day and oh three cups God. of coffee. That's... So I think I think we can eliminate some of that excess sugar it's in his life, def- get him on the magic mind. Definitely not healthy. <laughs> no, and it's, it's like by 9 a.m. he's had that. Yeah, and it's not just a a caffeine replacement. It 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 just helps. It's a it's a higher it's a higher focus. I've I've noticed. Um, check them out. www.magicmind.com Three W's backslash keep it under. You can use our code keep it twenty for twenty percent off a single order, or you can combine it with some of their subscription orders for over fifty percent off. Yeah, holiday season, holiday discounts. Well, speaking of the holiday season, they're also launching in Sprouts Markets in mid December, mm. and then they're looking for a um, launched in all markets in January. 
Be nice. So pretty soon you'll be able to see them, you know, on the shelf next yeah. to your energy kick, drinks. Kick away and... those five-hour energies, bring on the magic mind yeah. at the counters. Well, again, check them out. Magicmind.com backslash keep it under. Okay, moving on. A couple of small things before we get to the big news of yesterday. And I just want to, let's just kind of hit these quickly. I want to get your couple of thoughts, first couple of things that come to your mind when talking about these things. Or if you have kind of an expanded thought on it, that's fine. But first thing is the membership petition that came out. And I don't know who wrote it, but it comes as basically like the lower tier PJ Tour members wanting to address some things with the golf landscape. So it says, membership petition. Dear PGA Tour membership, a group of us are requesting a special meeting to address issues related but not limited to the following. FedEx cut points allocated to signature events versus full field events. Example, currently a fifth place finish in a no-cut 78-player field is awarded 272% more points than a fifth place finish in a traditional event with a cut. We are requesting a significant reduction before the first designated event. Number two, number of limited field signature events. Number three, the PIP program. Number four, PGA Tour leadership, PGA Tour policy board, and player directors. If you want to be a part of this meeting, please sign the petition. Please sign the petition. I'm, where can I sign this petition? So is that your is that your first thought on this? Yeah, I mean, because it's some of the things like when they moved over to the change on the signature events that. One, I thought there was too many and felt there was too many. And two, the points are weighted way too high Yeah, on it. So, like, those are the two biggest gripes I have. I'm unsure what their – it just says PIP program here, so I'm unsure if they want that expanded to more players getting access to, you know, the, the PIP money and have it spread out a little bit more. And then four, I can only imagine they want Jay Monahan put into a volcano <laughs> and left there because I do. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the first two points I think are valid arguments. I think there are still – there are too many signature events. Yeah, it's the first season of this. I definitely don't and the like... the points are... The disparity in the points are, are far too high. I definitely don't like the no-cut aspect of it. And I definitely don't like the field size. And I could get on board with there being less of these. Yeah. What is there, like, eight right even, now? even if they created like a second tier designated event or maybe maybe they do four of these where it's no cut I think 78 four players is the, the max number and then they add like, like four more that are like a hundred players and you cut to 70 something like that and then you have all the full field events i think there's like 14 that are basically the lower tier events yeah something like that so I, it needs I to be reworked well one i agree there are some valid points in there but at the same time all of that is solved by just playing better like, you can play... This isn't just stuff that's awarded out of nowhere. Like, this is awarded by playing well. And you can play your way into these designated you events. 100% can. I think still, like, the the point distribution disparity is... I agree with is that. It's larger. I, that's actually larger than I thought. It's almost 300 more points for an event that doesn't have a cut either. Agreed. But you have to recognize still that the, even if there's 150 people in the field, there's almost none of them that are in the top 40 in the world. There might be, you know, five. Because they're all in live now. <laughs> no, but, like, they're going to play in the designated events and the majors. They're only going to play in a handful of the other ones. Um, the other side to this is, do I give a shit about Chris Strout and Lanto Griffin? The answer is no. If, like, obviously they're pissed 
because their job just got harder. They don't their just job technically got easier with the most recent news. Yeah, but they like there's not 150 play, 150 player events, you know, 20 30 times a year now where they're automatically in it and it's actually easier for them to keep your card. What I think this is going to generate is this going to generate more churn from like corn fairy guys to, you know, 48 year old whatever losing his card. Like I think this is actually good because the guys that aren't driving revenue and driving eyeballs, like those guys are the ones that are going to get churned out. Quick, quicker than they would in today's environment. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I think that's why you are, granted, the player that just left the live, that's why people want guaranteed money to have a little bit more security there. Which, fuck that. <laughs> but, anyway. Okay, next thing. Speaking of Tiger's last possible event with PNC, what are your, like, three main thoughts on that? Or do you have new sponsor ideas for Tiger? I mean, I think we kind of hit on it a little bit ago. It's I, I think if he goes to an established golf apparel brand, it's going to be someone like an Under Armour, I think. I think it's like, you know, if, the, if, if, if you're tailor-made and you're trying to get into a new clothing brand, what what's an easier partner than Tiger who already plays your clubs and, like, make him your main brand? Well, again, they're not an established apparel brands. So yeah, but if, if, if they bring him on the ground floor, create a Tiger Woods version of tailor-made clothing. And that is the other option. It, I think that's yeah. the other. I don't I don't think he's starting his own sort of strawberry brand with it. Well, it's not or the Shacks. The or, brand is already there. The T Wood Tiger Woods logo is already there. Correct. But I don't think he's going to get into full-on shoe I mean, if he wanted to, he line. could hire all of the designers from the Nike clothing and just take them with him. Yeah. Because they're to get out of golf apparel, they're going to be jobless. What about this? What about like X Golf or his his pop stroke thing? Like, I haven't played pop stroke. I haven't either, but it looks pretty cool. And what like that to me is an actual way to drive the growth of golf is have someone like Tiger like out there visibly pushing something like pop stroke. Like it's weird because he would be making money off of it, but I think something like that could actually get younger people and people who don't golf into into the game. I could see that. I mean I'd have to I'd have to get down to Florida. I think there's one and there's one in Arizona is where the two are at right now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Vegas. Yes. Gotta gotta get the one and play it before I defend I mean, X golf is fun. I mean I'd rather I'd rather be hitting at like an actual range than X golf. So like X golf like yeah, X, I'd rather do X golf than Top Golf, let me tell you that much. Like Oh hundred percent. Like top golf is top only fun if you're, in, for a if you're night just out. playing games. Yeah, if you're out, if you're a night out, you know, you got couples, you got whatever. Like it's fine then because it's still golf, but it's not real golf. Yeah, I mean, right now I would lean X golf, but well, he's he created pop stroke, so he's, it's not going to be X golf. I know. I'm just saying, you one or the other. I'm just letting you know what well, I was just throwing that out there. Uh, what about Magic Mind? <laughs> what about it? <laughs> get Tiger in there. Tiger and Joe Rogan is your top two pushers. That would be. <laughs> That would be incredible. I think Tiger is still more of a prescription pill guy. Yeah, you could say that. So um, until Magic Mind gets the pain-numbing abilities of morphine or Dilaudid or But, like, that opens Vicodin. a whole new market for them, too, right? Because they, 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 they push themselves towards, like, gamers and podcasters. Yeah. Golfers. We've talked about it several times. Like, 
lose maybe lose a few more golf balls a little more focus a few less golf balls anyway don't want to lose more golf balls right uh the other big announcement that coincidentally came on the same day as the rom announcement is uh the golf ball rollback what uh it so in general if you're not familiar with what actually happened is they changed the testing protocols for golf balls so currently there is a set launch a set rpm and a set swing speed that golf balls are tested at so currently at 120 miles an hour and i believe 11 degrees of launch and somewhere between 2000 and 2500 rpms of spin currently the ball can't go further than 317 miles an hour and now it's 125 now, mile per hour ball speed. it's 125 mile an hour ball speed or swing speed swing and speed, sorry. Uh, 2200 rpms and i believe 11 degrees of launch that can now max out at 317 miles an hour so if before you were swinging at 128 which at 120 the ball maxes out at 317 but if you swing it 128 in ideal conditions you know the ball is going to go 330 340 well now if you swing at 125 which is well above the tour average. I believe the tour average is somewhere around 116 or 114, something like that. If you swing it at 125, the ball is maxing out at 317. So in total, they expect this to be between 5 and 15 yards. fifteen, uh, 10 to 17 yards, I think, with the driver for most I mean, it ends pros. up being like a 5% decrease. With the driver. Yeah. And then it dwindles down throughout the bag. They estimate that most people, once you get to the seven iron, the distance won't actually change because you're not swinging it fast enough to create that difference. So that's what's happening. This is happening in 2028 for the pros. 2030 for us. 2030 for amateurs. Who knows? I could be a pro by then. Yeah. So what are your what are your main thoughts about this? I mean, it it, it it's not going to matter for someone like me. It probably won't matter that much for someone like you, who's at the top end of amateur golf. In terms of skill, um, we're we're not. I they probably could and should go to like a like if you're gonna do this, you should just do standardized balls, similar how like F1 has like standardized tires involved in it. Like, hey, there are four balls approved for the season. This gives you a little more forgiveness. This gives you a little more distance. Pick your ball and go with it if you're gonna go this route. I think that's tough because they have so like. You would almost have to regulate the clubs and the shafts as well, which I don't think you can do because all swings are so different. I mean, they're already regulated, though, to an extent. They are all regulated, but they're also all different, and people's swings are all different. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and, and how do you decide on which company gets to make the balls for the PGA Tour and basically have a huge marketing advantage? Bidding war. I don't know, man. I mean, there's, there's, it's not as big of an issue as I think some people are making it out to be. That that is what I don't understand is the people that are like infuriated by it. So I mean, if you have, if you think about it, like, like I think Fowler came out and said something about it. Um, Rory's in favor of it. There's other people who are against it. It's like they're probably getting pressure from their sponsors. Like, hey, can you speak out against well, this? Because well, Keegan Bradley, who I believe plays Shricks on Balls, and I don't know what clubs he plays. He called it monstrous. <laughs> I don't know how you get there. So Keegan Bradley can just shut the fuck up. You know who else can shut the fuck up is anyone who designs a golf ball. Obviously, your motives are not unbiased. Like, 
Biased, unbiased. The cl- the ball makers would be biased. biased. Yes, yeah. their their take is not unbiased. Correct. Like they're solely concerned about their bottom line. They don't give an actual baker's fuck about amateurs and enjoyment of the game. So don't let them feed you that nonsense. The only thing they care about is spending a lot of R and D money to create a new ball. Yeah, and they and they want to. I mean, golf does have the problem of like every year. They're changing something so slightly and then marketing it like, oh, this is the next best thing. You have to buy this new club. You have to get right. this new ball. So they're obviously pissed because it's going to cut into their bottom line a bit because there's a cap well, right and, now. And they have a huge market share on pro golf right now, which is inherently marketing for amateur players, right? Yeah. Because they, what do all the pros play? A lot of them play Titleist. So what should amateurs play? They should play Titleist. But the. <laughs> The issue is, is they were all crying about bifurcation. Nobody wanted bifurcation. R&D doesn't want to spend the money to bifurcate the ball because then they have to market a ball just for amateurs as opposed to saying, this is what the pros play. This is what you should play. Yeah. So now there's a universal rollback and they're still pissed. So they just didn't want to change anything. They just wanted to continue to let people get longer and longer, which beyond the... I don't want marketing decisions and uh, player decisions should not really be a part of this. That's what I think the USGA and them are trying to do is actually think about this unbiased perspective and think about what's actually good for game and, uh, you know, it's, the continuation it's helping, of the sport. Correct. It's, it's, it, it, the one thing it does do is it, it, it helps courses that are already out there and established from having to lengthen themselves or new courses or when you're buying courses, property yeah. you don't have to design a course to be 7800 yards to be able to get consideration to play it correct it did have uh like this, that go ahead let's say this conversation about the golf balls did have a a pretty funny suggestion come out of the uh like the no lane up roost chat okay. for michigan of doing the uh an anti rollback outing where whatever course we choose to play calculate the handicaps and everything based on the tips but then play the forward tees would be the oh, nice. <laughs> the option, and then maybe doing a thirty six hole day of like a just play better, and then everyone plays the tips with no handicap. Nice. So having two different rounds, which I thought was a, I a, like a funny idea. The uh, the anti rollback. The funniest thing I read, and this was before the Rom news, so keep in mind that I agree it's hard to laugh about anything live right now. But it was essentially like. Live should lean into it, and they should roll the ball forward. They should just let them play a juiced ball yeah, and like just make it comical. Yeah, like a moon ball, kind of like the All Star Game, a home run derby ball. Yeah, yeah. juiced golf ball. Um, of all people that I expected to agree with, a lot of people had some good threads on this. Uh, Padraig Harrington had a really good. Remember you arguing with a bot about it? Oh yeah, I've done that a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Got sucked into it, man. Uh, Lee Westwood, of all people. Well, usually, this, usually we disagree with Lee Westwood. Exactly. The distance issue has been a ball and a driver combination. It's not just the ball. The driver heads got too big, and they developed a ball to maximize this and vice versa. Who knows? We might get back to a place where hitting the driver out of the middle of the face is rewarded again. Which that part I agree with, and I think this is only the first step in a couple of measures I, I they're going to take. I need more forgiveness on my driver. It's not even the forgiveness. It's not just the forgiveness out of the center of the face, or non-center of the face. It's also the spin of the golf ball. Like, with this rule, they're not addressing spin. Like, they need to add spin to the golf ball. No, so when I these don't. You don't need it. I don't but, need that. I need to cut spin. So you should be for bifurcation. <laughs> I should be, yes. I know. Um, 
Again, I'm fine with that. I'm not gonna. They, I'm not playing the same things that, that they, like, pros are. They need to add spin to the golf ball to make it so when. I don't want. I'm not gonna say Bryson because that's gonna make it seem like an anti-live thing. It should be like, uh, like Tony Finau. When Tony Finau swings it at 127 miles an hour, and toes it, the ball shouldn't go straight. It should be a duck hook. Like you should get rewarded for hitting the ball out of the center of the club face. Yeah, I agree. The other thing with all this is everyone's got to take all the ball makers release like two page statements and I reply the same way to all of them. It's the perfect, it's the meme. It's I'm not reading that. I'm happy for you or sorry that it happened. I'm sure they're taking that in consideration when you reply. Yeah. The other people that are like, <laughs> it's so hilarious. I've seen multiple people that are like, what am I going to do with all these golf balls that I'm picking out of the lake and stuff? It's yeah. like. Between now and 2030, how many golf balls do you have that you're just you think you're gonna have some left in 2030? I, I and no one's telling you you have to switch, unless you're people who are picking balls out of a lake and using them. Yeah, are not playing an amateur tournament. Well, it's also not going to change anything. It's not gonna change anything for the Cinco Shores Golf League that we do or Rackham League. I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna test. I'll be testing. Oh, you'll be testing yeah, balls. In you're 2030. Yeah, we, yeah, we'll be cutting. Like we grab a random ball out of the bag, cut it in half. Exactly. Check it. <laughs> anyway. Okay, well, getting to the the infuriating topic that we couldn't bring ourselves to discuss yesterday, but John Rahm is now John Rahm is officially. So what I was gonna say He's before this, what I was gonna say about this topic coming into today was I would like to report that there is a rumor that they have agreed for him to go to live because that's all I've been reading for two weeks. Nice you is there are six forty five last night. There are rumors that he has agreed to a deal, which. I have a secondary problem with because I'm. That's the one time. Well, there's a lot of times that Twitter annoys me, but when all you see are rumors and repostings of the same rumor, so it turns into it like it's getting reported in twenty different spaces, but it's yeah. actually the same rumor driving it all. But anyway, I was. We were still holding out hope that maybe Rom was coming back. I mean, it was dwindling, like, and just gonna do like an fu and say, "No, I'm not going to live. I don't know what any of this is." It kind of all started with exiting the Tiger Woods, the TGL. And you're like, okay, I kind of understand that. Like, Not signing up for the Amex. Then the Amex thing came, and it's just like dead silence. Because he had been very outspoken about it in the past of like... We talked about his quotes last week. Yeah. You know, and, 400 million and the silence life. Was, was deafening, as they would say. And yeah. in him not coming out and completely squashing the rumors, I think that was kind of writing on the wall. Yeah. And now that like he's there looking back at it, it just almost seems like this was his plan all along with it. Is really deny, deny, know. deny initially. He wanted to play the Ryder Cup. He wanted to shake out with you know, see if he's gonna win the Masters, get those exemptions. He got in the Ryder Cup, won the Masters, and at that point he's like, Well yeah, I'm still gonna do this, but now I have my exemptions. There's gonna be enough momentum to change Ryder Cup qualifications. So, yeah. uh, it, it seems like it was... It, it might all... just be a cash grab hoping that they merge in the next that couple too, of years. But, I, I mean, I don't... It doesn't seem likely. Like, the merger deadline is in 13 days. 23 and, days, sorry. And, and this gives Liv a bigger well, bargaining chip. Than... Well, this also kind of 
breaks the initial framework of the verbal agreement where they wouldn't be going after yeah. current PGA players. So here's a little timeline. This is from uh, Chris Murphy, Give it to who him. I believe is one of the uh, the guys with uh, the Netflix golf show. But anyway, John Rahm, February of 22, he pledges his fealty to the PGA Tour, talks about how he doesn't like the, um, the format and 54 holes. He talks about legacy, all of that. July of 22, he says... He's never played for monetary reasons. August of 23, he complains about the lack of porta potties. November of 23, he bails on TGL. November of 23, he gets $9 million for third in the PIP. December 23, to live for $500 million. I think it's $300 million. Plus equity and whatever team he has. What he said in his... Fox News announcement, by the way, interview. Which he which looks is, like. It, so first of all, the images that like I sent, they look AI created, and then he also looks like he's a hostage. And apparently, he doesn't have a watch that fits. I don't know if you yeah, saw yeah, what I posted are, the other day, but that's probably like the they probably gave just him a that giant watch. metal watch hanging off of his hand. Like it feels like if he just opened his hand, the watch would just fall off his wrist. It's like a it's a it's a, a wrist hot, chain, but hot. I don't even understand. Like, ignore the Fox News piece. Ignore the Live piece. Ignore all of it. You're announcing a $500 million deal, and you're wearing a varsity jacket of who you're signing with, and you're wearing a watch that doesn't fit. Did you see that Homa, like, call out, like... He's like, like, what if he announced like this in a varsity before, like, jacket? Like, announced this in a varsity jacket. That is unbelievable. <clears throat> but anyway, so he makes the announcement on Fox News, and here's kind of some of his quotes from that interview. So on the risk of missing the Ryder Cup, what they had to offer was worth the risk, worth the risk of maybe not playing in the Ryder Cup. What makes it worth the risk? This is this is just chef's kiss for me of the epitome of his bullshit. What makes it worth missing the Ryder Cup? The innovation, the difference, being part of a team, being an owner and a captain. When I grew up playing golf, it wasn't an opportunity, but it is now. And it's really enticing to me. I've He's, seen people grow, and I'm looking forward to hopefully making an impact. Which completely goes against his statements of 54 holes is not real golf, the the history and tradition of the PJ. Like, that I'll, I have I'll the get, biggest issue I'll with is the Hold hypocritical on. comments Take like note. that. Let's keep going. On whether he knows who will be on his live team. We're just going to have to wait and see. Asked if he already knows, he smiles. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, continuing. Asked about his love of legacy and golf history. What's even better than that is being a pioneer, the one that creates the legacy that people speak about in the future. As ambitious as that may be, that's the opportunity we have. On the terms of his agreement, I'm not allowed to speak on that right now. There are certain things that are not going to be public. This decision was, for many reasons, what I thought was best for me. Don't get me wrong, it's a great deal. I had a really great offer in front of me. That's why I took it. They put me in a position where I had to think about it, and I did. And I mean, he, the offer is no different than what he had a year ago. Well, technically, the offer is, at least what they're telling us, is less than his comment of $400 million doesn't change Correct. my life. Uh, but the rumor is that it's actually like $600 million. $300 million is basically a straight cash bonus payout over the life of the contract, which is, I believe, through 2029. And the other $300 million is equity stake in his team, his new team. 
uh, on the on if he's spoken to sponsors about his decision. It's been a very very small circle for a very long time. So that that aids to your comment of this was his plan all along. Very long time. What's a very long time that they've been talking about this? We've been able to speak with sponsors, and Callaway has told me that they want to continue this partnership, and I'm grateful that they have faith in me through this change. Uh, a couple more here. On whether Phil Mickelson played a role in his decision, he basically says, no, I haven't talked to Phil. I wasn't allowed to during this. On what the biggest hurdle to overcome in this decision process, I can confidently say it's the Ryder Cup. I couldn't talk to any about it, talk to anybody about it, so I don't know what's going to come of it. On the Saudi investment in other sports, when Ronaldo, Neymar, and Ben, I don't know who Benzema is. Is that a driver? I believe Benzema is a soccer player, yeah. When they went, those are big enough names to think, why not me? Clearly, they're trying to create a positive impact in sports. I'm happy that in a small way I can help with that. So I he's essentially I, agreeing that, well, like, yeah, you know what? I'm glad I can participate in sports washing. I'm glad I can participate in that. They're, they're not, those people aren't making a positive impact. No one is watching Saudi League soccer. Correct. It's just the hypocrisy knows no bounds. To say that you don't play for money. He said that in an interview, I believe, on uh, with Pat McAfee today. Look, if he today. believes all those things about they're in the right direction, he's to be a pioneer, he wants to be a captain, team owner equity, why not take $30 million to do this then? Yeah, that would be the question is, okay, so if you love all the innovation, then yeah. so if they had offered so you they $30 million, 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 then you would still do it because it's a great opportunity. $5? Exactly, no. Why didn't you he, Why didn't you leave right away then? He talks about the innovation, innovation and change. They've changed absolutely nothing since they started. They've created a charity event. It's a, it's Not, a charity They haven't event. changed one thing about their play since they started. So what is the innovation? The 54 holes. No, the innovation is the shitload of money that he got. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't. The innovations. He, I had to open five more bank accounts and, and get an entire investment. Team it's kind of like all this money. I feel like he should have interrupted that by saying, "You know, I don't play for money, but the innovation and being part of a team and there's a long drive to left field by yeah. Castellanos. That's Correct. what it should say." Again, it's just. It seems like, and even hearing more of the comments, that this was the plan all along. Yep. And he's a snake. He's a snake, and he's snake. So a couple, a couple good tweets I read that really kind of summarize this up for me and then a golfer that I feel like actually gets it that summarizes my feelings about this. Nice. So take the, take the Saudi money out of it, which at this point we agree that sports washing has essentially won. People don't seem to care about where the money comes from anymore. It's essentially overtaking golf, and that's just how it's going to work now. So KVV, from uh, formerly from ESPN, now from No Laying Up, Professional golfers are welcome to chase whatever payday they can get, but so many forces within the sport seem to be ignorant of how disinterested fans are becoming when they realize golf's overall message. Fans don't matter. Uh, This is from DJ Pai, who kind of commented on that. He said, if you're too close or deep in this stuff like we are, it's so easy to lose the forest for the trees with each one of these changes in pro golf. But if you're a normal human being, I can't imagine how hard it is to just not flip the double bird at all of this and go watch something else. And then Mackenzie Hughes, so a professional golfer, not a high-end professional golfer. He's probably in the top 50. Yeah. When I was younger, I dreamed of playing on the PGA Tour. I wanted to play against the best. 
When I got there, I couldn't believe how amazing it was. We've had some issues in the past couple of years, but it's still an incredible place to work. Unfortunately, money has changed things. Charity used to be a huge priority on tour, but it's taken a backseat. Liv has overvalued the worth of golfers so much that it's ruined our perspective and pushed purses to unattainable levels. The marketplace seems broken. Fans want to see the best compete against each other. Instead, we're watching top players split into separate camps. It's frustrating to watch. I'm also a huge sports fan and would hate for my favorite players to get plucked away one by one. Imagine if Josh Allen got signed to a Saudi NFL football Dude, I talked about this... The first time we talked about yeah. Liv, is I, and you were like, there's no way they're going to pay well, Pat Mahomes $500 million. They wouldn't. I mean, it's not going to happen. But like, but that's what you have to think. Is like You have to compare it, though. You can compare it, but like, it's not. you like, were saying like that it would eventually get to that point. It, I don't, the NFL is too big for that to happen. So like, compare, But I do agree com- with like, comparing to like if prime LeBron uh, all of a well, sudden. you got to think about the size of their contracts, I, right? I guess one way to think about this is say in the in – the 2012, Sidney Crosby got signed by the CHL, or not the CHL, the uh, the Russian Hockey League, okay. and now he's playing in Russia the entire time. Like that's just going to piss you off if Russia's like we're going to take as many of the best right. NHL players and go over there. Yeah. So comparatively, like Pat Mahomes signed a 500 million dollar 10 year deal. So to think about like Rom, for instance, who let's just say he made 20 million dollars this year. So think about that as a, if it were a contract. KHS Let's say he made for. $30 million a year, including PIP. So five years, $30 million a year. That's $150 million over five years. And he got essentially, let's call it 600 So four times that amount. So that would be like paying Pat Mahomes $2 billion for his 10-year deal. Yeah. Actually, it'd be $4 billion because you have to do because it's a 10-year deal, not a five-year deal. But anyway, so back to... Mackenzie Hughes of Sweets. Instead, we're watching the top player. Oh, no, we already did that one. We need to find a way to resonate with all of you and lead the PGA Tour back to higher ground. Hopefully, our leadership can make that happen. The uncertainty has been really difficult, but I remain hopeful. So, like, that was the key in all of this, is ignoring where the money comes from and being so disinterested in the greed of it all. Like, fracturing the golf world the person that pays the most is the fans yeah we're we're so close to golf just being tennis where no one gives a shit about anything unless it's the majors yeah that's so, where we're at it's a, it's well, a sad i'm day. sure we're gonna rehash this conversation in two weeks when someone like xander gets signed over there which it seems i read a i read a spanish newspaper Oh, you I didn't read the Spanish Senor? newspaper. It was on Twitter. I didn't know you spoke Spanish, Baxter. I don't, but it was a Spanish thing on Twitter that is reporting that Tony Finau and Tyrrell Hatton are going to be the first two players signed to Rom's team. So I saw I saw Tony Finau's name floating around in comments and stuff. That, is, but dis, that would be extremely that would be disappointing. Real rags to riches story, though, from from the big break extremely, all the way to breaking. Extremely golf. disappointing, and it's kind of disgusting at, at the level of greed that's here now. Like, I don't really blink an eye. I it, Thinking back to, like, the NFL, like, yeah, it was great that Brady took less money to so they could sign other players. So, like, greed in the NFL doesn't usually bother me because because of the business of the NFL. Like, it's a, it's a multi-billion dollar business that can afford to pay its players. That's not what golf is. On a good day, you have a couple hundred thousand fans watching golf. 
it's like we've talked about it. It's like college women's volleyball. Like the viewership just isn't there. It's it's crazy and it's upsetting. It doesn't change like my love of the sport. What it changes is my me caring about pro golf. Yeah, it, it kind of gets. I mean, again, like the, I think what's gonna happen with anyone else who goes to live and does it now is everyone's probably super like super mad and pissed earlier now it's gonna be like dude you're just a hypocrite at that point and you know i guess everyone has their price and we're gonna have to live with that but yeah so this is upsetting reaction from rory mcelroy i'm going to miss competing against him week in week out he's such a good player he has so much talent he's so tenacious and a great teammate at the Ryder cup i have nothing but good things to say about john i respect the hell out of him as a golfer I like that he added as a golfer at the end there. As a person? He seems... Fuck that guy. He seems like he wants to live his life the right way. He wants to be a good How dad. How was lip spelled there? A good husband. L-I-V or L-I-V-E? Uh, L-I-V-E. I'm joking. You, didn't have to you, can't, you can't judge someone for making a decision that is the best thing for them. I would like to think the Ryder Cup means as much to him as it does to me. Maybe it does. But knowing what the consequences could be, I could never make that decision. Okay, it might not be 100% certain... But that it could be the outcome, that just isn't a move I'm willing to make. I thought I thought he felt the same way. Sounds kind of disappointed in in that decision, the fact. And then he made a comment in another interview basically saying, Rom's going to be at Beth Page. Like, it, he's a crucial part of our team. He's not guys that were at the tail end of it, their career like the other guys. It's like, if we want to do well, we, we need him at Beth Page. So yeah. he feels that the European Tour would change the rules for that, but we'll see what happens. We'll see. Anyway, I'm over the lip stuff for right now. Yeah, a couple other lighthearted things that I wanted to throw in here before we update our time to lose some money. So this was from uh, Golf Douchebag on Instagram. Crazy Tiger Phil story. It was a pro-am in 2003. They were having a good time. Tiger hooked his drive under an apple tree. Phil walked over there with them. The tree had a lot of apples, and they were fresh. Tiger had 160 to the green and his shot had to clear 10 trees. It was almost impossible to get it on the green from where he was at. During his pre-shot routine, Tiger told Phil to pick one of the apples off the tree and take a bite. Then Tiger hit a miraculous shot three feet from the hole and said, how do you like them apples? <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but that would be hilarious I if it was. I don't think that's true, but I, that's pretty funny. Uh, a couple stats for you that I had to stop. I read these a couple of times, and they're just blowing my mind. If a baseball player stole 60 bases a year for 22 years, Ricky Henderson would have more stolen bases. Yeah, he was the GOAT. He had like 100 stolen bases. That's fucking crazy. Ever. Uh, Madison Baumgartner, pitcher. Many years. Good for the Giants. More Grand Slams than Derek Jeter's career. More Grand Slams in 2014 than Derek Jeter had in his whole career. Yeah, that guy could swing the stick. Here's another one. Temporary wartime golf rules for the Richmond Golf oh, Club. Never seen that in Surrey, England, in 1940. It comes up this. like twice a year. So there's seven rules here, and every one of them are amazing. Players are asked to collect bomb and shrapnel shrag, uh, bomb and shrapnel splinters to save these from causing damage to the mowing machine. In competition, during gunfire or while bombs are falling, players may take cover without penalty for ceasing play. The positions of known delayed action bombs are marked by red flags at a reasonably but not guaranteed safe distance. <laughs> Shrapnel and or bomb splinters on the fairway or in bunkers within a club length of the ball may be moved without penalty. No penalty shall be incurred if a ball is thereby caused to move accidentally. 
A ball moved by enemy action may be replaced or lost if destroyed. A ball may be dropped not nearer to the hole without penalty. A ball lying in a crater may be lifted and dropped not nearer to the hole, preserving the line. A player whose stroke is simultaneously affected by the explosion of a bomb may play another ball in the same place. How fucking wild is that? I would not be playing golf during an act of war, near an act of war zone. I cannot say that for sure. Like, if Detroit's being actively carpet bombed, it I'm depends. not playing it If St. we're Claire talking Shores. like World War Three and the literal world might end, how many more things do you want to do than golf? Probably drink and jerk myself drink off. Drink and golf. And jerk yourself off. You can play with no pants if you want to. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Anyway. Uh, moving on. Time to lose some money. Congrats to you. You've won the challenge. Final update. I went 2-1 and one during conference championship week. I ended 45-36-1. I didn't even put my... Once I had lost like three of my picks, I was out of tying it. So I finished below... I know two and two and zero on you, and two on two and zero on you in college pickums. Yeah, because you're a college man, so I take great pride in that. My my method I mean, has been yeah. Your method out. is great. Like I might like I thought about it like in the shower the other day. I was like, do I just do the same method as Dan? But then it's not as fun that way. That's true. So I, I like the method of like yeah, that's fair. The science behind it, kinda. And then also, like, just the random of, like, just the eye test. Well, yeah. It, some I think of, the some, same thing happened last year is where, like, I just, the end of the year is where I kind of faltered. Like, two last two weeks yeah. is just. I would like to know where they get that stuff on scores and odds because we're no, there's no telling if that it. is actual. It, yeah, but how often are they updating it? Like, like, it's updated, like, basically real time. has to be. Well, then, yeah. So we should just move to Vegas and. I mean, the end of the day is data. Profit. We just need capital. Data, data like that's usually going to so, prevail over just like I test fans. So shout out to to Gook and Bobes. Then we gotta get some capital together and just move to Vegas. Start so. a little hedge fund. Yeah, sports gambling hedge fund. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one game this week, Army Navy. Total, I think, twenty seven and a half. I got under. On it. <laughs> I got under. I'm not betting. <laughs> I'm done with college. I'll bet the bowl games here and there, but it's so hard to bet the bowl games now with the with so many people sitting out. Yeah. And the transfer portal, we'll like, do a it's pick them again. Crazy. But like, we'll just, yeah. but yeah. What did I win? What did we even? I don't remember. I think it was. Either, I think it was, was it a round of golf and dinner or something like. I think that? it was round. It was round because last one was round of golf. So I think it's round of golf and like lunch. Okay. It was always and like then the, the steak, dinner yeah. for, steak dinner. Steak from... dinner for the PGA. Yes. Perfect. Season. Anyway, uh, NFL. I went three and two last week. 35, 33 and one. So I'm floating above water just a touch. Probably down on juice. Uh, you have a little note there. What's that note? I say? have a note there that says "fuck the Jaguars and fuck the Bengals." Yeah. I hope. I hope Trevor Lawrence's ankle injury okay is more serious than a sprained ankle. I hope they have to amputate his foot. They're not going to do that. Anyway, I hate both these teams. How how do you let Jake Browning come into your house on a Monday night and just pat Mahomes you all over the field? Let's not think about last week. We both had some anger towards last week's NFL. So yeah, but it, it didn't knock you out of the eliminator. I know, but it gave it knocked me out of a prime position. How are you position. feeling about your Steelers pick from last week after last night's game? Pretty good? No. So, like again, <laughs> like I, I switched like 10 minutes before the game time. Oh. I had Bucks locked in, and I had you guys just all in my ear. I didn't say anything you about had the little, Steelers. You had a little bit about, like... I said stay off the, the Steelers two weeks ago because I didn't like... There's too many variables with Kyler Murray back. Correct. That's what was one of my things. And, like, Goo is just hammering these stats, like, this team's... Uh, the Bucks are this, Bucks are that. I'm like, 
and I usually don't switch. Like usually, I lock it in early in the week. So I All I gotta switch say to Pittsburgh. is, my picks were not wrong. Technically, they were. They were not. The Bengals should not have lost that game to Houston at home. And there's no reason that the Jags should allow like a 140 passer rating to Jake Browning. Maybe those are just facts. Maybe I would, that, I have, would make, I would make those picks again. I would not make the Steelers pick again. Yeah, because I was my, my picks were pick. right. I was. It's just like a bet where you're like, oh, you know what? I was on the right side of that bet. It was fluky. Yeah. I so guess. it just cost me. The money. good news is uh, there are 19 people left. 16 left now after three people picking Pittsburgh last night. Oh boy. That's I'm the good. only person with the 49ers, so. I have the 49ers this week. Who do they play this week? Uh, they're home against Seattle. Ooh. I think they're 10 point. The Dallas game doesn't worry at all with them putting up like 40 on Dallas? No. Okay. And I think in a week where there's a lot of chaotic matchups, yeah. only person with the 49ers remaining, give me chaos everywhere else. 49ers win safely. Let's knock as many people out and hopefully be golden. Okay. Well, I got NFL plays this week, so yeah, rattle them off. Let's, let's wrap I'm taking this up. the Lions minus three and a half. I I don't love the matchup with the Bears. We have not shown the ability to stop Justin Fields. We got a little lucky last time we played them with the Bears play calling, just putting their head in their own ass. But Aleem McNeil being on IR, possibly being without Frank Ragnow. Neil Zone's back. Amazon is back. I didn't know he had surgery. He had like a pin put in his wrist or something or his yeah, hand. Yeah, it's broken. Yeah. He um, had a baby too. So we'll see. Positive note, we're getting, we should be getting Houston back before the playoffs, which is good. And CJ Gardner Johnson does nothing but continue to hint that he's coming back soon. So that would be was... absolutely huge. And then we'll, we should get McNeil back just in time for the playoffs. And. Hopefully we get some more out, a little bit more out of Bruce Irving. I liked what I saw on like the ten snaps that he played. Him crippling Derek Carr. Yeah, that was great. Um, the other thing too is, uh, I don't know what they're gonna do at D tackle without Lee McNeil. Why Isaiah Bugs has only played like two games the whole year, I have no idea because nobody else is need, doing anything. Need someone to step up. Yep. So anyway, I'm taking the Lions minus three and a half. I think this line is a little overinflated because of the Jake Browning fucking me in the face last week, but I'm taking the Colts plus two against the Bengals. I'm taking Miami minus 13 at home against the Titans. Derek Henry might be hurt, and the Dolphins offense is just clicking. And then my Dick Rambone dip of the week, which, um, again, this is one of those where I don't see how it loses, so look for all these to lose. I'm taking the Niners down to minus one against Seattle. Taking Buffalo to plus eleven and a half against KC, and I'm taking Philly to plus thirteen and a half against Dallas. I think that line's a little overinflated because of the Niners Philly game. Yeah. So those are my plays. Check us out Instagram, Twitter, Threads at one hundred underscore Keep It Under. Uh, check out MagicBind.com backslash Keep It Under code Keep It Twenty, and as always, keep it under hundred. When you grab all your buds and you about to hit the links When you take out a club and you about to hit a swing What you gon' do? Shit, what you mean? Keep it under, keep it under, under hundred 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 We keep it under, a hundred